Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. Hey everyone, it's Frank Whaley. Things are not good here in the place where we live. As you know, we last time we spoke talking to you- Talking about our marriage? No, I'm talking about the fact that last time we spoke to the person who listens to this podcast, uh-huh. AKA my mom, uh, there was a storm coming through. We had a tornado warning and we were hunkered down in the basement making a podcast. We had enough electricity. AKA your mom is not actually your mother. It's just someone right. who goes by your right. mom. Your That's mom. like their, it's a DJ, right. DJ your mom. Your mom. Yeah. We, d- we had lost power, but we still had internet, right? Correct. And then later on that night, we lost the internet also. And we went out of the house yesterday and- So let me get this straight. We can't go to any establishments without mask and a double mask and a hood and gloves and a hat. Correct. We can't work because the business that we work in is shut down. Correct. We have to stay in this house all day, pretty much. We live in the middle of nowhere. Correct. And now we can't even entertain ourselves, and this is indefinite, we can't even entertain ourselves with real housewives of Beverly Hills. Correct. Normal people, which I was really enjoying, a wonderful romance on Netflix. Hulu. Same thing. And we can't even look at fucking Twitter. We can't even get on the internet, no. So this is going to take some uh, effort on our part just to let you know how much we love you and appreciate you listening to this podcast. But we're making a lot of money doing it. So we're going to we're going to record this podcast and then we're going to drive to a nearby town <sighs> where we hear they have Wi-Fi at the local public library. An even shittier town than the, sh- the town we live in. I'll it's bet. a shittier town, and we're going to sit in the parking lot of the local public library and try and upload this. Eleven people live in this goddamn town. You think they could get the power up? Well, here's one terrible thing that's happened is that on all sides of our house, there are massive trees just resting on the power lines, just hanging on there. Like if if the power line snapped, the tree's going to fall. And you're not supposed to drive under those kind of situations. There's also wires down across the road. You're not supposed to drive over that. The fire department sent out a message saying... Even if they're not live, they can become live at any time. And if you drive over it when it goes live, it will kill you. But we had to do it. We had to drive over them because otherwise we couldn't get out of here. Could be worse. Could be zombies walking around trying to bite you. <sighs> yeah, zombies would be worse. Did you ever hear of um, Helen Jones Woods? No. Well, I'm going to tell you a little story about Helen Jones Woods. She was an African-American jazz musician who toured the country, including the Jim Crow South in the 30s and the 40s. She played trombone. And as you know, that's my favorite musical instrument. Our son plays trombone. Fred Wesley is probably the greatest in my estimation, although I've never heard, um, I've never heard Helen Jones Woods, but I aim to. She played trombone in the International Sweethearts of Rhythm an all-female multiracial ensemble, so anomalous that the white members had to wear blackface in the South to avoid trouble. What? When the group split up in 1949, bruised by the road and feeling exploited financially, Ms. Woods found the classical world no less racist. After her first performance with the Omaha Symphony, 
Her father, who did not share her light complexion, picked her up, tipping off the orchestra that she was not white. They fired her, said Mrs. Wood's daughter, Kathy Hughes. That sucks. Um... Mrs. Hughes, uh, Mrs. Hughes' daughter, Kathy, Kathy Hughes, a founder and chairperson of Urban One, a media company that focuses on black culture. She never touched her horn again. <gasps> oh, no. Miss Woods died on July 25th of the coronavirus in a oh, hospital geez. in Sarasota, Florida. She was 96. Um, a few things about Helen Jones Woods. Um, she, she, spent, she was born in 1923, spent most of her earliest days in the orphanage for white children in Meridian, Mississippi. Upon realizing that she was not white, the orphanage no longer wanted her. Oh, my God. She was adopted by Dr. Lawrence Clifton Jones and his wife, Grace. Wait, how old was she at that point? Um, they, they, I'm, I, I can't, I'll, I'll have to I'm just picturing up. these bastards at that orphanage tossing out, tossing out a kid who had lived there their whole life, even if it was just a few months. She was adopted by Dr. Lawrence Clifton Jones and his wife, Grace. Not the Grace Jones of Pull Up to the Bumper. Right, but she would be too young. Dr. Jones was the founder of of Piney Woods Country Life School, now the Piney Woods School, a black boarding school. Mrs. Jones's grandmother, Mrs. Hughes, said, Mrs. Hughes said, lectured with Frederick Douglass and may have worked with Underground Railroad and Harriet Tubman. Piney Woods had a strong musical bent, was the birthplace of gospel group The Five Blind Boys of Mississippi to raise money for the school. Grace Jones started male and female quartets called the Cotton Blossom Singers, precursors to the International Sweethearts from an early age. Helen was fascinated by the slide motion of the trombone. She played in the girls' band of Piney Woods and at 13 and 14 became an original member of the Swingin' Rays of Rhythm, a school band modeled on all-white female groups popular on the radio at the time. They were a hit. They lived uh, on a dollar a day each for food plus a dollar a week allowance. They toured in two school two school buses that had been retrofitted, one with bunk beds, the other as a mobile classroom. When they met a smooth-talking manager in Washington who promised them gold, the, uh, uh, promised the girls diamond rings if they would abandon school and turn pro, they commandeered the buses and they absconded to Virginia, rename, renaming themselves International Sweethearts of Rhythm. Oh, my God. A nod to the diverse races and nationalities of the musicians. Success followed performances at the Powell Theater in New York and Wrigley Fields in Chicago. Bills with Dizzy Gillespie, Billie Holiday, Ella Fitzgerald, Down Beat Magazine in 1944 called them America's number one all-female orchestra. Despite their popularity, money never seemed to follow their way, nor diamond rings. The girls were ripped off, arrested, harassed, and bullied, Miss Hughes said. But they loved the music, so they continued. They recorded only a few songs, but recordings of some of their radio performances have survived, and they were the subject of documentary in 86. In the late 1940s, Helen Jones met and married William Alfred Woods. They made a home in in Omaha, had four children. In addition to Miss Hughes, Miss Woods survived by her sons and another daughter. After leaving the Omaha Orchestra, Miss Woods returned to school studying at Creighton University, University of Nebraska, and then worked for uh, for 30 years as a registered nurse and social worker. Damn. She never returned to music. When the surviving members of the International Sweethearts gave a reunion concert in 1980, their first performance in 30 years. She could not bring herself to take part, Ms. Hughes said. Instead, she started crying and walked out of the ballroom. Oh, my God. Um, At a 2011 discussion organized by the Smithsonian, Ms. Woods was asked whether the hard work of being a musician was worth it. She resisted romanticizing a tough past. I don't know if it paid off, she said. I didn't get enough money. 
Yeah. And I can say the same from my shitty acting career. Yeah, don't compare yourself music, to her. However, few <laughs> its artifacts carries on. I'm not comparing myself to her. I'm comparing my 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 experience to show business. Hold on. So, first of all, why has there not been a movie made about the inter- what are they the International Showgirls? <laughs> no, what International the- Showgirls. That's a whole different movie. No, what is the International what? Um, they were called the International Sweethearts. Sweethearts. Okay, they, that's a different thing. The it. International Sweethearts. There needs to be a movie made about them. Oh, absolutely. And number two, so this woman who just died. Yeah. Last week. Uh, the coronavirus. Her, Thank you, Donald Trump. Her grandmother was part of the Underground Railroad with Harriet Tubman. Correct. So that just shows you how recently slavery existed in this freaking country. Yes. Because a woman just died whose grandma was helping get people out of it. Yeah. So when you hear people say, oh, that was so long ago. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No. And that's why they always show pictures of lynchings and stuff in black and white. There was color photographs then, but they want to make you think it was so, so long ago. Yeah. Anyway, that's an amazing story. Yeah. She was an amazing woman. Uh, And then she became a nurse. My God. 30 years as a nurse and a social worker. I wonder if the other people that she worked with knew about her past it's a sweetheart. I don't know. She seemed pretty humble. Helen Jones Woods. All right. Don't so, know. Look her up. She's an amazing story. Yeah. Amazing story. We're going to pause for a commercial so you can Google the international sweethearts and listen to a little bit of Helen Jones Woods. Is her name? Helen Jones Woods. Yeah. Give her a listen and we'll be right back. So something came in the mail for me today. Okay. I got... Stimulus check? No. I got like a catalog for uh, granny panties, basically. Like old lady underpants, lady boxer briefs. Like $16 for 40 of them, whatever. All in extra, extra large sizes. But you need that to fit over your diaper. Why Why did I get on this mailing list? I'm not sure. Were you getting a certain age? I'm not getting that age where I need to. And I, I was hoping it didn't have my name on it. I hope it just said current resident. But nope, it had my whole name spelled out there. Right. <sighs> um, well. Everything's terrible right now. Well, you still got a fine behind. I wouldn't put any big old, um, you know, I like when you, I like, I like, I like, I like the underwear you wear right now. It's just fine. You I'm know, go into too much detail about that. Michelle Obama said on her podcast that she's dealing with mild depression right now. Right. Me too. Who isn't? Me too. Donald Trump is in office. Why wouldn't you be? Well, I, I mean, there's just so many things that are bad. Yeah. And there's no way out. I can't see a way out. And when I hear, oh, God, Michelle Obama, she's got everything. And she's depressed. So yeah. then it makes me even more depressed. Because it's like, I don't even have what Michelle Obama has. She's married to Barack. You're married to... Um, I'm married to Frank Whaley. Uh, 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 like a C-minus, um, C-grade actor. C-list. I'm um, not even on the C-list. Frank, you've been rocking a new style. Yeah. You wear a bandana on your head, sort of like Chachi. No, 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 no. It's d- a d- little d- bit d- like d- Chachi. No, n- nothing like Scott Bale. Scott Bale never wore, never looked good. I, I, no, he wore it on his thigh. 
He wore it on his thigh. Right. I, I my hair has grown longer than it's ever been since uh, and since I have been an adult male. Mm-hmm. Not that I was ever an adult female. No. But um, not yet. There's always time. I, I feel like it, sometimes I feel like there's I feel like I should become a female. Well, here's the thing. I think you're very competitive with me, mm-hmm. and you just see me as being a better person. So maybe that is what makes you have those feelings. Anyway. You wear this That's bandana. True. I don't follow the logic there, but yeah. Sort of around your, sort of in your hairline of your forehead and uh-huh. your hair. Yeah, well, tied in the back. It's so long, it gets in my eyes. Someone else is having that same exact Corona style. Tell me. I'll uh, kill them. No, it's Conan O'Brien. I'll post this picture on the Instagram. Check it out. That's crazy. That's He's exactly doing the same thing Frank's I'm doing. style. He's wearing his a little thicker than mine. I'm, I'm wearing mine a little bit thinner. My bandana a little thinner than that. He's doing. He's doing more Axl Rose. Um, you know, Brett. What's his name? The uh, singer. The From Poison. Poison singer. I'm doing. I'm doing more of a um, a Ralph Macchio Karate Kid look. Yeah, you are doing a Karate Kid look. I'm gonna post this and put a little poll. Who wore it best? Very well. If I win. What happens? Um, we'll send Conan O'Brien a bobblehead. <laughs> um, you have to do whatever I tell you for 24 hours. No. Why would I do that? I don't know. Why would thought I do I that? I try. We were walking in, in a little town today, and there was a sign outside of a store. And I, I'm shocked that they would think this is a funny thing to put outside their store. It was like a little uh, dress dressmaking frame thing. And it had a little like sign that was painted that said, um, your husband called. He said, you can buy whatever you want. What the hell? Yeah. Like what woman is going to be like, oh, ha, ha, ha. I mean, lots of women. That's the sad thing. What the hell year is it? Yeah. Did you know that um, this something might cheer you up a little bit if you didn't know it? I didn't know it. Cameron Diaz retired from acting. Yeah, I kind of did know that. But, I mean, did she retire or did people just stop hiring her? She retired, evidently. She was in a, she having an interview with, um, saw this on CNN Entertainment. She was having an interview with Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow was interviewing her. That must have been scintillating. <laughs> um, but the, um, they... Um, she tried to put out a book about wellness. About, she did. Like, she put out two books. Yeah, about, and you know what it said in her book? What? Drink water. People don't know how important it is to drink water. Oh, come on. Um, I drink I drink a lot of water in the morning. Yeah, I guess but you don't need that. Cameron Diaz to tell you that. That's not actual helpful information. No, I don't need. I don't need. I don't think. I'm not sure Cameron Diaz could tell me anything that I don't already know. With all due respect to Cameron Diaz, I never. I. I. Per, per, were you a fan of her acting? No, I've never. She don't Meryl Streep. Of course not. She. No, I mean she was she's in something about Mary, right? Yeah. She was in. Uh, the uh, Mask, she, that's else. where she was first in. And then she was in, like, Charlie's Angels and stuff like that. She's married to some guy who's the singer from some band, Sweet Charlotte. I don't know what the hell band that's is band. That's the band? Said. I thought it something was, like, Charlotte? in Limp Biscuit or something. He's, his name is Benji Madden. Yeah, he's the brother of the one that's married to Nicole Richie. See this stupid shit I have in my head? I don't know physics, but I know that... Cameron Diaz and Nicole Richie are sisters-in-law, married to brothers. I'll bet. I'll bet those are fun Thanksgiving dinners. Useless. I just decided that I wanted different things out of my life. I had gone so hard for so long, working, making films, and it's such a grind. 
I didn't really make any space for my personal life. Go to hell, Cameron. Diaz. With all due respect, it's not a grind. No, it's, it's not the working. Easiest job in the world. You show up, especially if you're Cameron Diaz. You show up, and they're like, um, "It's not hard." Work. Can, can I get you? Can I get you anything? You want a you want a latte? You want a? And she'd be like, "Um, yeah. Can I get a like an oat milk latte?" They'd be like, "Sure." Right, right now, how many how many espressos? Uh, two. Right, right away. You know that's that's your grind. You, you know got to get up early and put have someone put makeup on your face. You know what's work? I'll tell you what work is. Work is when you have to struggle to make ends meet at a job. That you that you despise, where well, people treat you like shit. No, that's not always. There's other kinds of work. Also, being a nurse is work. Hell yes. Being doctors work. Being a teacher is work. Social there's all worker. kinds of work. Working at the grocery store is work. You know, the guys out here supposedly, whenever they show up to remove the trees off the wires, that's work. It's all work. But like being being a movie star, and it's not even being an actor. It's being a movie star. There's a big difference. Yeah, look, being a movie star is not a grind. I'm on this. I'm on the. I'm on the uh, the low C list. And let me tell you something. I've been doing acting thirty something years. Haven't worked a day in my life. Never worked a day in my life. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't so easy in that one movie that you did that was in Hungary, where they were. Hey, but that, you know, I was staying but in a nice still, hotel. But even still, yeah, you had a nice hotel. People brought me food. I mean, I worked in some pretty shitty conditions and some long hours. But you, you certainly put, complained about it enough. I complained my ass off. You know what I did best? You know what I worked hardest at? Hmm. Complaining. The hardest work I did was complain. That's probably true. But guess what? I'm changing my ways. You're not complaining anymore, or you're also ne- retiring from acting. You're Are you going to write a wellness book? You know all about drinking water. <laughs> write a wellness book. You can have uh, all different recipes for making greens. <laughs> It'll be greens. You're greens. never going to hear One me. One million ways to eat greens by Frank Whaley. You're never going to hear MD. me. MD. People won't know that it's not. You're not a medical doctor. The MD could mean like. Um, Mad desirous. M- master. Dumbass. I am never going. I'm, I'm, you heard it here. Our, our one listener, your mom heard it here first. Frank Whaley is never going to make another complaint again. Oh, my God. Even at home? So that no. that goes for at home also. No. Ugh. So if I so I'm we don't go anywhere in the car without you complaining. Oh, why are you going this way? Why didn't you go the other way? A lot of things are going to be prefaced out of my mouth with "This is not a complaint," but why are you going this way? Hmm. All right. Now you know what, people. If let me know if this if this episode sounds like terrible to you because I'm not going to edit it. Normally, I spend about an hour editing these things, but because of the situation with this a horrible tornado ravaged place that we're living, Spit it I'm, out. I'm not going to bother. I'm just going to drive to that stinking public library and try and post this, and that's the best I can do. You complain a lot. I'm only doing what I what I can do, and that that has to be enough. I've been listening to Glennon. Doyle, that's enough. This is my hard thing. We can do hard things. This is going to be my hard thing for t- for today. Mm, I got a hard thing. Oh my for god! Today. All right, goodbye. <laughs>